Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my friends? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and I want to revisit some of the basics of what I teach. I'm going to leave energy mechanics. So you guys probably know that this is not your first podcast. I assume you've listened to these in some kind of order, and you probably know that in the last two months, three months, four months even, I've done a lot of energy mechanics. I've talked to you guys a lot about 2.0 or the advanced program that I offer at the Academy. And I want to leave the energy mechanics to the advanced courses in the Academy. I want to focus on the foundations. I want to focus on the foundations in this podcast, the fundamentals. You guys are going to get the basics to lay the groundwork for the truth. And when you're ready for more, I invite you to roll enroll in the Academy. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not going to mention energy mechanics, but like I said in last week's podcast, I just want to make sure that you guys understand the fundamentals before introducing you to some of the more heavy, advanced knowledge that exists beyond the fundamentals, that exists as truth once we get through the fundamentals. Because brothers, the fundamentals, the foundations are not where we land. We don't land here. We don't land in neutral. We can't land in neutral because that would be weird. I don't know if we could live that way. I mean, to really think about that as a thought experiment, to exist that way really seems to me anyway, it seems really impossible. It seems really impossible to be able to live in neutral because for me, for my mind, the way my mind works, it's always on. There is no off switch. For some of you, I know there is an off switch. For some of you, I know you can shut down your mind. You can have the quiet mind. You can have the Zen mind, right? You can have the no mind. You can either meditate into that place or you can just find yourself in that place. I can't do that. My mind is always on. It's always running. It's always processing. I can be unconscious, right? I can I can be unaware of what I'm thinking, but I'm always thinking something. When I meditate, I don't shut down my mind. I observe my mind. I allow it to run its program, to run the program. And, and, it's, and it's always running a program, right? It's always crunching a problem, solving a problem. Usually, a problem having to do with cognitive mastery, energy mechanics, my business, my relationships, things like this, because that is what it does, but it's always doing it in the back end. Now, what we do with cognitive mastery is we find the neutral, right? We find that place between the story, between the thoughts, just because my mind is always on, on, right? It's always going, doesn't mean I can't separate myself from it, right? Just because I can't shut it off doesn't mean I can't separate myself from it. And that's really what cognitive mastery is. It's the separation. It's the observance. It's landing in the neutral and recognizing that everything's a story. So I'm going to kind of get into that a lot in this episode, in this podcast episode. But remember, brothers, like that's not where we end up. And so that's why I have energy mechanics. And that's why I offer it in the academy. And that's why I'm going to keep it in the academy. I'll mention in the podcast's but I want to only mention it as a potential or a possible outcome for when cognitive mastery is developed, when you kind of have the idea and know that it's all a story. It goes every single time. I can promise every single time I get on a call, whether a consultation call, an office hours with my student, or even myself, even myself when I'm doing my own thought work, it goes 
without fail that there will be sentences, thoughts that come up that are that we engage with, that we engage with, that we take and we believe are either true about the world, right? This is true about the world, like right, like money has value. Time is a resource, right? Time is a precious resource, right? Think about that. Most people would say, yeah, like, of course, like that's common sense. That's a thought. Time is a resource. Time is a precious resource. Money has value. These kinds of things that we think and believe, they're all stories. So the first move is really recognizing that they are all stories. Everything is a story and separating yourself from the story. Then you end up in that place of neutral. What remains? Well, if there's no more story, what's left? And that's cognitive mastery. But if you're still engaging with the story, then you're going to engage with the story through your knowledge of energy mechanics. And that's where things kind of get a little wild, which I explained last episode. Um, But I'm going to get in the beginning. I'm going to begin at the beginning with this episode. I'm going to begin with the universal truth. I want to explain this concept to you in a way so that you can see another layer. You can see how or why it really is simply a jump off point. It's kind of like learning the arithmetic. It's learning how to add and subtract for two reasons. Number one, because we want to get into higher math, right? We want to be able to know how to do higher math and learning how to add and subtract is a part of that. But also because look, even if we don't want to do higher math, we still want to be able to add and subtract because it's practical and functional in our in our lives. So even if we don't go into the higher math, even if you guys don't go into the academy and learn energy mechanics, understanding cognitive mastery, understanding how to separate yourself from your thoughts, understanding that you are not your thoughts, having the simple math, having the simple arithmetic is so important. And I want you to be able to see this in another way. So even if you've listened to every podcast episode up to this point, I promise you that you will get something new from what I'm going to teach you today. Okay, so what is the universal truth? The universal truth is, I'm going to make this very succinct, it's that circumstances, all circumstances, everything outside of your body that's happened or is happening. So that's all other people, what they say, what they do, all other things, all the stories we tell ourselves about other things, like everything outside of you is neutral. It's all neutral. This is a chair. That is a desk, right? That is a phone. This is a pen. It is raining. There is a car in front of me, right? These are circumstances. This is what's happening. These are facts. We call them facts. Like I I call them facts as I teach the process of cognitive mastery. I call the circumstance here a fact. And really, sometimes it is a fact. But but facts are are difficult to, to talk about because facts are still stories. As long as we use language, we're talking story. So it may be a fact. Like We may be able to say like, yes, we can all prove that he said these words, right? Because we have it on video, we can play the video back, we can say that this is this is this person and this is what they said. So we may say that, okay, this is a fact, the way we describe a fact, but even our description of a fact is a story. And so when we're looking at this, we're really saying that this is the this is the fact that we all agree to. This is what we can all say is is true. This is what we all, all can say is a fact. So if we say there's a car in front of me, I'm sitting in my car, there's a car in front of me, everybody observing this picture would say, Yes, there is another car in front of you. That is a quote unquote fact because we're talking about things that all would agree to. So that's the circumstance. Now, the circumstance is the outer world. It's the world of form, right? It's the world of density and matter that I've talked to you guys about before. And in that outer world, it's separate. It's very, very separate from the mental space, the consciousness that we hold as human beings. So 
our consciousness is separate from the circumstance. And that's where our thoughts begin to play. Because what our thoughts do is they make meaning from the circumstance. I've said that many times. They give, they give meaning to the circumstance. They give subjectivity, right? They give our perspective. They give our beliefs. So they give our perspective, our beliefs, our subjectivity. And it's in a binary way. It's in a dualistic way. It's always going to be on some level, some intensity of a positive or a negative. So when we have are presented with a circumstance, there's our thoughts that are, in essence, our judgments on what is occurring outside of us, or what is neutral. Now, from there, our thoughts give us an experience, and that experience is a feeling. So our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings drive our actions, and our actions determine our results, which are confirmation bias for our thoughts. That's the universal truth. And when I talk about the universal truth with my students and the way I look at it, the way I talk about it with my students, the way I teach it, is I always teach it through the model of alignment, which was something that was taught to me by one of my teachers. And I do it very simply because it's just five components. It's very simple five components, which is the CTFAR, the circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result. And you guys know, you I've talked to you about the model of alignment before, but I'm going to break this down once again very quickly, where circumstance is the C line. This is the neutral fact. It's out of our control. You could say that it's the past. It's anything that occurred in the past, anything that occurred in the present, or it's anything that people do, right? It's It would be something that we would do or we would say for someone else. If we do something or if we say something, then that's a circumstance for someone else. So when other people, all other people do or say things, that becomes a circumstance for us. Then there's the T, there's the thoughts that we have about that thing. There's the feeling that that thought creates, right? It's our experience. There's the action that we take from the feeling. And then there's the result we get from our action, which is bias or evidence or support for the original thought. Now, that's important to know that that result is actually wrapped up in the thought. It's wrapped up in the story. So the first thing about the universal truth that I want to introduce you guys to that may be new is that the point of this, the point of this tool, the point of this process, the point of this 1.0 kind of curriculum is to separate the circumstance from the thought. That's the baseline, right? That's cognitive mastery. That's the foundation is to recognize that the circumstance itself What's happening outside of your body and what's happening inside of your body, which is the thought, which is within that mind, right? The process of mind are two very, very, very different things that what's going on outside of you as time unfolds, right? As movement occurs, kind of this kaleidoscope of movement and perfection and sound that we get very little amounts of data for. The truth is that we're intaking very, very little amounts of data of what's actually occurring in the world around us. In the sort of like if we were fish, you know, the water that we swim in, we're really not picking it all up, guys. To be to be honest, we're only getting fractions of slivers of tiny bits of amounts, right? It's very small. So we really don't know what's going on in there. So we get this little amount of data that we then have thoughts about, that we make it mean something. So we have our circumstance that is outside of us, totally neutral and pretty much invisible to our human eyes. And then we have our thoughts. We have our internal dialogue. We have the what we make it mean. And this is where I begin telling you guys that this is the story, right? This is the story. This is not the truth. This is not what's actually happening outside of you. This is not the actual water that you're swimming in. This is the thoughts you have about the water, right? So if you're the fish, you're kind of like Nemo 
in that story, Finding Nemo, right? You're having all these thoughts, you're talking to your friends, you're hanging out, you're enjoying life, like everything's great and everything's fine. You're not really thinking about the water, right? You're not really paying attention to the water. You're paying attention to your world in the water, but the water is still there. And so the circumstances for us are still there, but our thoughts are not a part of that. Our thoughts are the story that we're making about all the things, all the density, all the matter that appears to us to be in the water because it's reactive, because it's reactive. So when we look at the model of alignment, C, the C is really separate. And that's the point. We want to separate the circumstance from the T. We want to separate the circumstance from our thoughts. And we want to be able to recognize that because when we're unconscious, before before you meet the universal truth, right? Before you meet the universal truth, before you meet the model of alignment, before you meet this kind of process or this kind of uh, training, this kind of journey, there's no separation. Most human beings live in a engagement with their thoughts that put them as an active player, as an avatar in this circumstance, so that there's there's no difference, there's no separation. And that's really the cause of all suffering. So when we look at the universal truth, what is it? The universal truth is to separate your circumstances, your outer world from your thoughts about it, your inner world. Now, again, it's always reactive. So it's never giving you the truth. It's always creating a story about the truth. And this is important, again, for you to know that this is the universal truth is not, when I say it's the truth, when I call it the universal truth, I mean it's universal truth because it's happening for all unconscious human beings. It's happening for all humans. And in some ways, conscious human beings too, because we'll talk about the intentional model of alignment, but it's happening. That's what makes it the truth. Not that it's giving you any truth, not that there's no, not that there's any truth in it, because it's always the story. You're always telling yourself a story about the circumstance. The feeling is our experience of our thought. It's not the experience of the circumstance. We can experience the circumstance directly. We can have a direct experience with the circumstance. That is possible, but that's energy mechanics. That comes after we've separated ourselves from our thoughts. That comes after the cognitive mastery. Because as long as we're living with an engagement with our thoughts, we're only feeling our experience. We're only feeling our thought. We're only feeling what it is that we are creating through our story. We're not actually engaging and connecting and bonding and seeing the real circumstance. Now, our actions from those feelings are once again neutral. And I have a lot of students, maybe you, maybe this is, maybe you're one of them, but I have a lot of students who beat themselves up for their actions, that they beat themselves up for their buffering, that they beat themselves up for their actions of the past, that they ruminate on these things. And I wanna tell you guys that, you know, if you can understand, and many of you can because many of you are harder on yourselves than you are on other people. Many of you, not all of you. Some of you are very hard on other people. But those of you who are harder on yourselves than other people, I want you to understand that when you look at other people and you look at their actions and then you can say like, okay, their actions are neutral and I can choose how I want to think about them, right? Like you understand that their actions and their words are circumstances for you. Then I want you to know that your actions are circumstances for others, but they're also circumstances for you, that your actions are neutral. What you do is completely neutral. It's not right or wrong. It's not good or bad because it's all locked in that story. It's always going to be locked in that story because once you act, it's over. It's done. It was a part of the circumstance for others and for you in some ways because you were there with it. So it's circumstance for you as well as part of the now, the present moment. 
but it's gone now. It's a part of the past. And everything that you now tell yourself about it is story. It it's, becomes the thought, right? So it's always going to be that story. It's always going to be a part of that CTFAR. Now that A, like I say, is a part of the C. It's always neutral. The R, the result, is always a confirmation bias for the thought. And this is where some some people get caught up in the model of alignment thinking that, okay, so the result is a new circumstance. Here's the thing. The result is confirmation bias. It's evidence for the thought. It is also a part of the story. The point of the universal truth, the point of the or the model of alignment as it is a framework for the universal truth is not to show that your thoughts create result through some sort of magic, right? It's not a magical thing. It's to show you that your thoughts create your result through the story that you tell and the confirmation bias or the evidence that appears through that story, that the result of your thought is your thought. The circumstance remains. The circumstance is. It was always there. It was always perfect. It was always neutral. It was always unknown. It was always the way it was supposed to be. Your result of the universal truth is coming from your thought about it. It's coming from the story you tell it, which is reactive, which is behind, which is always moving after the circumstance. It's not happening with the circumstance because it is not a part of the circumstance. It is a part of your thinking. There's a thought, it pops in your head and you choose to engage with it. I guess I should offer that as well, that your thoughts are not even a part of you, brother, right? Your thoughts are just these sentences that pop into your mind. They pop in, they pop out, right? Like electrons, you know, it's like the wave particle, you know, collapses from a wave into a particle and then becomes a thought. And then you either choose to observe it which is to engage with it, boom, there's the thought, I'll take it. I'll snap, I'll, I'll grab that one and I'll tell myself a story. I'll give myself an experience from it, right? I'll snatch that thought and give myself a feeling and then I'll act from it. Like that's the one. But it's not you. It doesn't come from you. It just pops in there like an electron. You just observe it and snatch it. You have the option to observe it and not snatch it. And you also have the, have the option to just let them pop in and pop out, right? Of all the thoughts that go through your mind every single day, you're actually not engaging with most of them. That's the truth. <laughs> the truth is you have a lot of thoughts going through your brain that you are not choosing to engage with. But the ones that you are, you're choosing to engage with on a regular basis out of habit. And it's not you, it's your mind. And the reason why your mind is doing it is because your mind feels more safety telling yourself, telling you a story that may not feel good as an alternative to telling yourself a story that you have no idea what's happening. And you're actually just this carbon being, this bag of bones sitting on a rock flying through the universe. Like the mind has a really tough time with that story. It wants to make meaning. It wants to have identity. It wants to have, uh, you know, meaning and, and, and importance. So it creates a story and there's nothing wrong with that. That's the important, that's the idea behind the intentional model of alignment, but just understand that it's all a story. It's all a story you're telling yourself. And the unintentional model is the unconscious story that you may be telling you getting a result that doesn't serve you, not a result in circumstance, because the circumstance is what it is. It will always be what it is. It will always be happening for you perfectly, exactly the way it's supposed to. But the story you tell yourself is completely up to you. That doesn't mean you're going to change the result. It doesn't mean you're going to have more time or more money or more whatever it is you're looking for, more relationships. It just means that you're going to get to tell yourself 
give yourself the story that you want and the experience that you want and take the actions that you want to get the result that reinforces all of that around the neutral circumstance as it unfolds for you. That's the thing, brothers. Like, And that's the thing around the unintentional model. It's for awareness. It's for detachment. It's for observation. It really is for cognitive mastery. The intentional model is to introduce a new story. That's it. When I begin intentional model work with students, one of the things I stress, one of the things that's most important is that the circumstance doesn't change. We don't change the circumstance. We use the same circumstance for the same unintentional and intentional model. So if I've got a circumstance for an unintentional model that I'm looking at with, I'm looking at the story that's running unintentionally, subconsciously, my TFAR, when I begin to choose my story, when I look at a new thought, a new experience, a new action, you know, these new things that I want to do, wherever I'm going to choosing to interrupt the model of alignment. If I can choose it to interrupt with an action, I take a new action. If I choose to interrupt it with a new thought, I give myself a new experience. It doesn't matter. But wherever I choose to do that, as I look at that, the one thing that doesn't change is the circumstance because the circumstance is out of our control. It's out of our control. We don't change the circumstance. The circumstance doesn't even need to be changed. It's perfect. And I say that so much. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's always exactly the way it's supposed to be. It's out of our control. It's the way it's supposed to be. It's almost like just just allow it to happen. This is the this is the passenger sitting in the back of the car, right? Your mind is the passenger sitting in the back of the car. You have a driver with GPS taking you exactly where you want to go, knowing exactly where you got to be, and you got the passenger in the back seat screaming, right? This is the thought. Do something else. Go somewhere else. The driver knows wherever you are is where you're supposed to be, but our brains have been conditioned to believe that we should all be the same thing, and that same thing should all have a lot of money, a lot of relationships, a lot of confidence, and a lot of power, a lot of status, right? A lot of notoriety, whatever. Like We all believe we all have need the same thing, or maybe it's not the same thing. Maybe you're thinking, well, I don't believe that, coach. I believe I just want a family, but you don't have a family. So now you're still suffering because you've been conditioned to believe that you should have a family, and you don't. You're a single guy. So either way, you're suffering because your conditioning doesn't match with your life. And brother, what I'm telling you is your life is where you're supposed to be. Your present moment where your body is, is perfect. Where your body is, is where you're supposed to be. Where your mind is, is not always perfect. And that's why we have the model of alignment. To take a look at what the story is you're telling yourself that is not matching with the circumstance. What is the result? What is the experience? What are you creating for yourself that is not serving you? Not in circumstance, because a circumstance is perfect. What are you creating for yourself in the story? What are you creating for yourself in the feeling? What are you creating yourself in the actions that is not serving you? And then we look at the intentional model of alignment. And that is only to introduce to you a new story, brother. It's not to introduce to you a new circumstance. It's introduced to you a new story. What is the story you want to tell yourself? How do you serve yourself? with a new story because the intentional model focuses the mind to create a new experience about around the story. Your experience, your feeling comes from the thoughts. It comes from the story. It does not come from the circumstance. So you're not changing the circumstance. That's what I'm saying. You're not doing anything different outside of you. You don't need to. You never will. So many people get that confused. So many people come to the universal truth. They're like, yes, there's a formula. There's the magic, right? The magic is if I think this, then I'll get this result, right? It's like um, the law of attraction, right? It's something that people confuse with the law of attraction. It's something that people confuse with Abraham Hicks as well. It's like, oh, if I sit on this pillow and if I meditate, if I think hard enough, then poof, you know, I'll get this result that I want, 
that I've been conditioned to believe I should have, even though it may not be in my journey. I just been conditioned to believe I should have it because human beings that are worthy and important have this. At least that's what I've been told my whole life. That if I'm worthy, important, successful, then I'll have this and that and this, right? These are the things that I need to tell myself that I mean something. That's the story. That's the story you're telling yourself, brother. But we don't get it through meditation, right? It doesn't happen through thought. It doesn't happen through just I'm thinking. Circumstance provide this. Circumstance give this. The universe provides this. The universe provides exactly what we need. If we need a million dollars, brother, you're going to get it. But if you sit on a meditation pillow and just think about it, all you're going to be doing is thinking about, I don't have this. It's going to be driving your experience, your feeling about the thought to give you an experience, to give you a negative experience. You'll be like, this is not working. The model of alignment is not to, it's not a magic trick. It's not here to get, help you win the lottery. You know, you think the thought, you tell yourself the story to feel a certain way, to act a certain way, and to have the confirmation bias, to have the result that shows you that the story is true. The story is still a story. It's still reactive to the circumstance. The circumstance is what it is. If I have $1,000 in my bank account, let's use money as an example. If I have $1,000 in my bank account, brother, I have $1,000 in my bank account. That's, that's the circumstance. Now, if I have an intentional model, if the story I tell myself changes, it's not going to change the amount of money in my bank account. It's going to change the way I think, right? It's going to tell me change the story. It's going to change the way I feel. I'm not going to be anxious, nervous, depressed. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to have the, whatever the negative feelings are around the unintentional model. I might change my behavior, right? I might open up more. I might set a budget up. I might take some different actions that will provide me with a new result. That, that's always will confirmation bias the new story, as the new circumstance unfolds, as time moves forward. I'm not saying the circumstance won't change. Obviously, if I budget, if I take these new actions, then my bank account may go up. If I take actions around my diet and nutrition exercise, I may lose body fat, right? Like my circumstance will change, brother. Like your circumstance will change. Circumstances are always changing. They're always in flux. But what I'm saying is for the universal truth, the way this model of alignment works it's not designed for you to think your way into a result. It's designed for you to separate your life, your circumstances from your thoughts so you can see how perfect the circumstance is. So you can see, this is why you may have heard me say, love it before you leave it, right? If you're in a relationship and you're having struggle in your relationship, don't leave, don't complete your relationship while you're angry. If you're in a job, you don't like your job, don't leave your job because you think there's something wrong with the job. You're taking these thoughts, you're taking the story with you. You're taking the story of there's something wrong with them, or you're taking the story of there's something wrong with this job with you. And that story, that T-F-A-R, is going to follow you, brother. That story, that experience, those actions, they're going to follow you. You're going to get the same result in the next relationship or the next job. Love it before you leave it. Change your story. I'm not saying like it and stay there. I'm not saying love it and don't change. I'm saying change your story and then decide if you're going to change your circumstance. Because you can. You can still leave your job. You can still complete your relationship. You can still change your circumstance. But change your story first. Take your power back. Empower yourself to know that you're in control of the results that you have in your life. You're in control of the experiences that you determine to have in your life. You are the one writing your story. It's a reactive story to the circumstance. That is true. But that reactive story, in many empowering ways, will help you appear as what arrives for you in circumstance next.
Now, cognitive mastery and the intentional model have several uses. However, I want to remind you, brothers, it is not the end of the journey. It is not the destination. It's not where we land because it's neutral. We don't land on neutral. Neutral is the completion of the cognitive mastery development. When you see neutral and you experience neutral, that's the completion of the cognitive mastery development. Now you still live in cognitive mastery, you still practice cognitive mastery, and you begin the initiation of the mechanical energy journey. And that's what I have for you, brothers. Until next week, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.